Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I would rather my team go, like, there are times I would rather go 4-12 and than lose in the NFC Championship. It is so heartbreaking when you lose in the NFC Championship game to, to... emotionally pick yourself up. Now, what I love the highs of all right. the wins to get there. I'm not saying I wouldn't trade those things in for anything, but like it, it's a much harder to overcome those devastating losses. Just I will it. never get over some of these losses. Yeah, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, the game was over basically as soon as Brock Purdy got hurt. It was inevitable. Felt like it. To hear Randy Cross say, you know, I believe if Purdy plays that game, the outcome would have been different. I felt like that. Remember leading up to that game, Shasky, I was like, you know what? We'll beat Philadelphia. Purdy's got it. We're going to beat this team. Shanahan's going to scheme some things up. Philly are frauds. They're fraudulent. Now, they had a high-powered offense, and they were really good, and who knows? Maybe they still win that game. I don't know. I feel like they're a little bit soft. Well, we found that out this year. They were soft. But the heartbreaks, the 2011, the hardball years. And, again, Greg was asking me. I said, you know, I just really want a ring for Fred Warner because the difference in having that Super Bowl ring may be – the difference in you making the Pro Football Hall of I Fame. I saw Bryant Young and I saw Frank Gore pulling the foghorn at against the Detroit Lions at halftime. One guy got a ring his rookie year. Yep. And I believe if he doesn't get that ring, I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame. I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame at all. I don't think at all. And I see Frank Gore, who should be in the Hall of Fame, he doesn't have that ring. And it's like the one thing missing from his entire Patrick career. Patrick Willis, still not in the Hall of Fame. It's absurd. No ring, right? I mean, Justice Smith. May not make the Hall of Fame because he doesn't have that ring. Joe Staley. Joe Staley may not make the Hall of Fame because he doesn't have that ring. He may have to wait a very long time. NFL honors tomorrow, by the way. We'll find out if Patrick Willis will be a Hall of Famer. Wow, that's tomorrow, huh? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Wow, big day. Big I mean, day tomorrow I mean, when night I think of Willis. When I think of like just the greatest players of all time, if I was fielding a team in our lifetime... Patrick Willis is absolutely on that team. It's like it's it's like anyone that watched him play knows like he's on that team. He is a battle-tested gladiator. And if you were going to war in a game, you want the best of the best of the best. Patrick Willis is on that short list. No, he is. He is. And so the difference in not winning this game could be the difference in George Kittle one day being in Canton, Ohio. Could be the difference right. in maybe Debo Samuel being in Canton, Ohio. And here's what Chad York, he was on with Kay Adams. Uh, earlier today oh. at Super Bowl Media Road. she get all these people? Yeah, Jet York is making rounds. What was this? It was this morning. Yeah, yeah. Up, Adams. Up, up, Adams. Adams. Yeah. up and Adams. She's very good at her job. Jet York about how Debo at halftime. Think about this story. They're down 17. I watched Debo at the end of the half. He was standing off to the side by himself. He was sh- disheveled. Couldn't believe what was happening. Well, Jet York tells a story about walking down to the locker room at halftime with the Niners down 24-7 against the Lions. 
I love Debo. He, <laughs> he's awesome. He is he's very raw. He is very, very to the point. I mean, I don't know if you know, but, you know, Lynch went down to the locker room at halftime. And tense halftime, right? You're down by 17 points. And he said Debo was just sitting there, just shaking. He's like, just, just tell Kyle to get me the damn ball. And I mean, that's who Debo is. Like, he's, he's just ready to take over a game at any point. And I'm very, very glad that he is on our football club. Wow. And after the game, you could see there was this, like, uncorking of emotion oh, yeah. out of him that I've really never seen. Yeah. And there's a lot pent up from Miami. Yes. At Super Bowl 54. And I've, you've been. So that's Jed York on Debo Samuel, the type of guy Debo is. Hey, get over to Jed York stuff. I know you. He you but well, he bugs I, you when he talks. No, I would just say like th- these are the kinds of stories that I would hold off until after you win it all. That that's all. Like, like I think well, if they asked a question, the legacy building. Yeah, but the locker room. You know, me, per, I'm telling me, not him. Yeah. Like he can say whatever he wants. He owns the team. Me, I I, I keep that stuff close to the vest till we're writing the memoirs on the season. Yeah. Well. At least we got it now. At least we know Debo won a damn ball at the NFC Championship game. And you know what? Kyle fed his ass immediately. And that's where Debo Samuel, he gets a rig, and he's an all-time niner. Oh. He's elevated. Like, think about this duo. We discussed this back in training camp. I'll never forget the conversation we we're having. And I remember Tyler Miller. I'll forget the mess. I'll never forget the message. He goes, oh, these boys are getting deep in the weeds on the wide receivers. And we were in our back talking about the duos and how the Niners have failed over and over at drafting the right wide receiver. When they drafted Debo Samuel, and they drafted Brendan Ayuk, and these guys complimented each other so damn well, and Debo, right in front of our eyes, think about where he was in Super Bowl 54. He was a raw rookie. We didn't know if he was a great route runner. We knew he was tough as nails. And now you look at him, he's a captain of this football team who will run through a freaking wall to win a football game. The guy is about that business. And he the, elevates his game in the biggest moments. In the biggest moments, he plays big. Get this ring for Debo, because all of a sudden... When I say, well, he's not a great wide receiver. He should go to the Hall of Fame. He's, you know what he is? He's a playmaker. He's a football player. He's a great playmaker. And playmakers have a place in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's why winning this ring on Sunday, what it could do for the rest of their careers, what it could do for next season. This is big, man. This is big. I could see, I could sense the city is so hungry. I know. The appetite for the Niners winning. Because Greg was like, you know, the Bay Area. The Bay Area has been so great, right? Seven championships in the last 10 years. Think about that. Yeah. Giants were three. Warriors were four. Yeah, football the Sharks king. were great. Football is king. Sharks were great, but the Niners have been knocking on that door. They've been knocking on that door. And football is king. And and this city, this is a Niner town. Like, as much as it is, well, we love our Warriors. Right. We love our Giants when they're winning. This is a right. Niner town. It's always been see, a Niner town. See, I love I love it's these stories. It's always been a Niner town. I love these stories, though. I love these stories that Jerry York is spitting. That in the locker room at halftime, John Lynch rushing. I know, but just yeah. for me, B, I, I wait until uh, we accomplish the, no, the mission. No, we, we need all the stories. There's sports radio. Come on now. Uh, let's go to Adrian in Porterville. Adrian, what's happening? You're on a roast. Hey, hey, how's it going? Hey, I love that jacket you got on, though. Thank you, brother. Hey, man, we got to win this game. Like, I am so tired of the heartbreak. Uh, but I have a good feeling we're going to get this on Sunday. Something just tells me that we're going to get this. And, you know, it's not just San Francisco's the Niners town. It's the whole state of California. You should see my town when the Niners are good. You see red flags everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody wearing their Dyna gear. I mean, I'm ready for that ring. We're, AJ, I mean, Porterfield, you guys are right by Fresno, right? Uh, we're, we're about... An hour south of Fresno. Yep. 
Yep, Porterville. Yeah, Porterville I Community mean, College got a good had a good basketball team for a couple seasons. I mean, th- this is the one team Chico. that is actually named after everyone coming to this particular part right. of the country to try to find gold. Like everything about this team is local. You know what I mean? Uh, when they first started building this team out, they picked players from colleges that were local. Bill Walsh was a local guy. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan got brought back here. Part of why I love Shanahan. His dad played uh, coach here. They lived here for a little while. Yep. He had a little taste of what it was like to be a 49er. And and they they have all the legends, Steve Young, Jerry Rice on the sidelines. Like this team is as local as it comes, right? Yep. But it, it's also a national brand. That's why I just I love this team and I and they, they got to win one. Yep, they got to finish the job and just win one. By the way, uh you're listening to 957 game KGBZ FM and AC1 San Francisco. San Francisco Sheriff's office countdown to kickoff clock says we are Four days, six hours, 20 minutes, 29, 28, 27, 26 seconds away from the big game on Sunday. Kickoff Sunday. I cannot wait. Big shout out to Pete's Coffee. We're going to Vegas for the game. Thanks to my folks at Pete's Coffee. Cannot believe you guys are sending us down here to Las Vegas for the big game. I'm, I'm starting to cry inside thinking about how we're going to be present at this Super Bowl. Watching the freaking 49ers break this dirty year drought. Break this freaking drought. There's going to be tears of joy on Sunday, man. I feel good about this game. I'm starting to feel really good about this game. To hell with Patrick Mahomes. I don't care how great he is. I don't care about Kelsey. I don't care about Andy Reid. Niner fans just know this. We stand on business, and it's about what we do. It's been like that all season long. It's about what the Niners are doing. Are we turning the ball over or not? We own this. We run this league. To hell with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm sick of them. I can't wait till Sunday, man. I'm not fired up after hearing Randy Cross. Hearing about the Bill Wall stories, hearing about the nostalgic and all these guys getting Super Bowl rings. Let's get this call real quick before it's later. Uh, who is this? Let's get him on. Get him on, love it. Screen the call. Let's go. I'm watching right there from Allegiant Stadium. We, we got to go. We got to go. Oh, we got to go. Right back. All right. My bad. I lost track of time. Did the legal late. This is a Warriors Wednesday brought to you by Freeman's Blinds. A trusted name since 1922. Visit freemansblinds.com today. What's coming up with the game brought to you by the Farmer's Dog, Anthony Slater. Anthony Slater, our 95-70 game insider, he'll break down the Golden State Warriors and his trade deadline, but we'll get to Lyle in Maryland before we get the slates on the other side here on the Morning Roast. Now, back to the Morning Roast with Vontae and Shasky. All right, all right, all right. We got Slater coming up in a second. I see you, Jason Mishler. I saw you $5 you spent. A lot of people coming at us. The YouTube break music. Now, I don't listen to it. I don't, I don't have access to listening to it. But at my home, Lord knows I'm not watching y'all on YouTube. See, I'm a company man. I, lo- no, I watch. No, I listen. I like to listen. Close my eyes and listen. The I don't Odyssey watch. The Odyssey suits are listening. I listen. No, I listen. I don't watch. I listen. So I don't know what the break music... Uh, you don't look, look, look? Yeah, I mean, I don't like to look, look, look. Because I don't want to see the numbers and they laugh at them like, ha, they need me. With the, with the break music, it's uh, chosen by someone who ranks above all of us here at the station. We have no say in it. Okay, we need we need to change it. Yeah, we'll figure it out how bad. to change it. Who do we talk to to change the music? I think that's a Lucas Alexander conversation. Oh, oh well, well, that you know we'll what? Lucas Alexander, done. you're listening right now. Lucas driving in. Hey, Lukey Luke. We got to do that something for our the, people. The reason we choose the music is the music has to be loud enough that it like triggers the meteor on YouTube. So it's it's strategically chosen because it satisfies that meter grabbing uh, thing that we need to get. Hip hop doesn't uh, trigger. Anything? I know what we can play instead, and Lucas knows as well. Nah, I'm not. Gonna. 
gotta say, I'm not a big USC guy, but this does oh, hit. It does it hit. Hits. Oh, I love it. It hits hard. But does it hit harder than this? <laughs> Dog, this is the whitest thing you've ever done. White is it? Got the coat all white uniforms? That too. <laughs> you suck! Dude, you have fully transformed into Mike Francesa. <laughs> I like Francesa. I know the 30 for 30. The 30 for 30. Francesca, that could totally be me too. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. When Francesca, <laughs> if you guys haven't watched the 30 for 30 on ESPN about Francesca and Mad Dog Russo, they are pioneers in this business. No, they're the best. But, but they were fighting over. Russo thought he was getting the H here. Francesco was just sitting there. He goes, I don't know. I just sat down. No, he knew exactly he where he was exactly sitting at. That doing. would be me. Just walking in, see the control. Okay, I know that's the top chair right there. I'm going to sit right there. It's just act like nothing's going on. Hey, so this is the difference. So, like, I don't know if you, you'll see later on in Soprano, Sill talks about it. Sometimes it's easier to be a number two yeah. than to be the main guy. It is. Johnny Sack asked to be the main guy, and you saw what happened to his yeah. health and to what ended up happening. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. It's stressful. And look, I'm Tony in my own mind, in my own eyes, but trust me, it's a lot easier to be Sill. <laughs> oh, I'm Tony all the way through. I'm actually acting like Tony at home. No, Sill gets uh, popped. Yes, he's just, don't, don't, don't give it up. Don't give it up. But no, I do uh, I do believe I'm Tony now. Some of Tony's mannerisms, I'm starting to see it in myself. You That's don't eat gabagool, so you cannot be Tony. Uh, you don't even know what a charcuterie plate no, is. No, I do know what a charcuterie plate is. I just said we don't bring charcuterie plates to Christmas. You don't do hors d'oeuvres? No, I don't. Every, bring I do. the Daisy Dips. That's all you need. That's all you need is Daisy Dips, dude. That's all you need. And all I need is Lyle and Marilyn in my life. Lyle and Marilyn, what's happening? <laughs> hey, how you doing, guys? Oh, I'm doing great. <laughs> great. Hey, um, been a long-time Niner fan since 1981. Um I just think the game plan just needs to be where we started off on game one. Pound the ball, pound the ball, run McCaffrey. We have four stud running backs. We got McCaffrey, we have Jordan Mason, we have Debo, and we have Elijah Mitchell. And I think if we could just work on that defense and pound that rock, and then when they try to stop them, bringing more guys up to the line, that's when you unleash Purdy on them. Yep, yep, no doubt. No doubt. Baltimore, really, you watch that AFC Championship game. I have no idea what they were doing offensively. No idea. No clue. Todd Mocking. Oh, my gosh. Lamar Jackson died on his sword. Oh, boy. Anyway, let's get to the Warriors. Anthony Slater, R95, 70 Game Insider. Kind of like a mashed potatoes guy. He is a mashed potatoes guy. Do they have? Oh, he's in Philadelphia. He could go to Reddy Terminal. A Reading Terminal is off the hook. We go get some gumbo. Yeah. Dude, you got it's everything. Kabibbles. It's Kabibbles, a nice little cheesesteak. Anthony Slater, courtesy of the Boxer Girls and Guest Line. What was the lobster place we went to? Oh, that was in a cut. <laughs> that was a that good, was in a cut. That was a good spot. That was a little spot. spot. Yeah, that, that was, was a little good spot. off to the side on Broad Street. <laughs> that was a good spot. Anthony Slater, what are you doing in Philadelphia right now, my man? Did you stay in New York an extra day? Give us some tribal itineraries. It's, 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 that seems to be a popular thing on the internet. Uh, number one, I, did, I had to come down to Philly yesterday afternoon on train because they practice in Philadelphia at the Palestra oh, on right. a Penn's campus. Mm. So I had to go to that, number one. Number two, I'm a Todd Monken guy. I'm not just a mashed potatoes guy. I covered Todd Monken at Oklahoma State. So, Look at you, know, you. Don't go too hard at Todd. Uh, I like Todd. I, I do like Speaking Todd, too. Speaking of going hard. So, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Well, I was going to transition. The, 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 no, 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 not yet. The food. What are you doing in Philadelphia? Where do you eat Francesca. in Philly? You've been there awesome. over and over. 
So, I mean, I always try to do like a cheesesteak here. I got this spot in downtown I went to yesterday, Cleaver's, but I'm also going to be honest with y'all. It's been about a week on the road. I might go get a salad after this. Oh, smart. It's good for the bowel system. (laughs) Brooklyn, Atlanta. Where Memphis? Oh yeah, those are some good. You can you can get some food in Memphis, but it's not healthy. Let me tell you, that was a, that was a rough start. And you get the lemon pepper loose in Atlanta. All right, let's get into the hard hitting stuff. Okay, you are in the locker room. Clay Thompson doesn't finish the game. You're in the locker room. Now, I've got a multiple questions baked into this one question, okay, which I don't like yeah. to do, but I'm going to do it anyway. Draymond is talking off to the side. We have the audio that we'll, we'll play it, but it doesn't sound great. It's tough to tell. Draymond says something like, I didn't close in Boston before you can even ask the question to Clay Thompson. How did you interpret, before we get to Clay and Clay's feelings, how did you interpret Draymond Green jumping over the top and kind of insinuating that closing isn't that big of a deal? Was that a dig at Clay, at you, at the question? No, it was, it was at me, number one. Okay, like. They know that's a story, right? When we walk in the room, like that's the yep. close over Clay Thompson. Everybody knows us wolves in the media are very interested in that. Um, Grandma Green isn't around at this point. He's clearly, you know, we find out later, I guess, in the shower because the shower is maybe like two lockers over. It's kind of like the shower area. I asked Clay, hey, can I get you for a couple minutes? And, you know, the other reporters kind of fall over because, again, it's a big story. And he's like, yeah, sure, I'm an open book, is, is what he said. Uh, and then we start talking, and Draymond comes out of the shower and sees, you know, because gotcha. Draymond's locker's two down from Clay. He sees we have crowded Clay Thompson. He is the leader in the locker room, remains the, the vocal leader in the locker room, as you guys can imagine. And I think he's trying to ease the tension that he believes is kind of surrounding Clay Thompson at the time and also make a point like it's not that big a deal that, that Clay Thompson didn't close tonight, even though we obviously think it is. Uh, so he says what he says. To me, by the way, and you can hear in the audio, maybe you can. I mean, like, you know, like you said, it's not the greatest, but, you know, that, that we're, must be asking about that. He closed and gave five, whatever. And I, you can hear me say, well, I haven't asked about it yet, but I'm about to. Uh, so I then asked about it, but it was in no way a dig at Clay Thompson. It was trying to um, downplay that as a storyline and basically try to lower the temperature of the situation, which, you know, in some ways it probably upped it. Interesting there. So Clay, obviously visibly frustrated. He's shooting 35% uh, over his last eight games. The three-part percentage is a lot worse. He's a streaky player, a very streaky player. But to see him visibly, like a lot of fans, just they, they feel for him. Or some fans just say, yo, bitch this guy. Trade this guy. What happens going down? Like, does this have any long-term ramifications in terms of re-signing with the Golden State Warriors this offseason? No, not really. I mean, the fun, like this is like the fourth time it's happened this year. He actually did one of these interviews in Phoenix because um, he got benched the, the night in Phoenix that Draymond committed the flagrant foul. Oh, yeah, that's it's, right. Yeah. Nobody really seemed to want to talk about it the next day because there was other things to talk about with the Warriors because another of their franchise legends was in some hot water. Uh, but, you know, this is like the fourth time. Um, you know, he's coming to grips with it. He's trying to figure out what type of player he is. You know, I have no indication he won't be here past Thursday. The negotiations are going to be tricky this summer. Uh, they were they were tricky last summer, right? I mean, they didn't come to grips on what could have been an extension, you know, before the season. Um, but how does this impact that? I mean, honestly, like, 
depending on how the last couple months goes, like he's probably lowered his value. The the like he has career low in field goal percentage, career low in three point percentage. He's still a valuable player that, that that teams will be interested in, but I don't think it's the price tag that maybe he expected or wanted or even would have got uh, last summer. What do you think that price tag is? Oh, you know the price tags in the NBA now are just going crazy because the numbers are going crazy. But you know, I still think it's probably in the twenties range. You know, and and that might sound like a ton to people, uh, but it's first of all, it would be lowered from forty three, which is the big thing. Um, but also, like twenty is almost like a little bit above the mid level at this point in the NBA. You know, interesting. Go ahead, Saskia, get it here. No, it's just you're, you're, you know, I guess insinuating about the trade deadline. Are they going to make a move here? Because I, I, here's here's where I'm at right and before you answer the question. I swear to God, if CP3 comes back and GP2 comes back and Kaminga's minutes get lowered as a byproduct of that, my head will explode. This team is not a championship team. I get it. It's a Steph Curry year in the prime. You don't want to waste it. Kaminga's development is one of the big revelations yeah. of this year. And so if anyone returns, dips into that playing time, to me it's like, what are we doing here? Well, look, 39 minutes might become 32, but Jonathan Kaminga, at least in my opinion and, and being around the team, I don't think we'll ever be a, an, an 18 minute, 15. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. A minute per game player for them anymore. And that's kind of more what you're talking about, right? He, he slides down into like eighth in the packing order. At this point, I think he's kind of like third in the packing order. And beyond that, minute-wise, and I've talked to you know so, some of the people around the team, they're loving the ability to play him, you know, 12 straight minutes and 30, like high 30s if they need to. Like they love the youth. Uh, and I agree with you. And I th- honestly, I think they're to the point that the coaching staff agrees with you. And I know, you know, the decision makers up top agree that like Jonathan Kamiga is now high on the pecking order and nobody returning will impact that much. You know, yeah. I, they're, they're, okay. that's not to say there might not be a night or two where I come on the radio with you guys a month from now and like Chris Paul closed over him on one right. particular game and you're upset about it. But I would say bigger scope, like Kaminga is a massive part of the future and that's been decided. Yeah, no doubt. What about Moody? As we're talking to Anthony Slater here at the Boxer Girls, your guest line on the Border Ross, he's live in Philadelphia. As the words can clutch a road winning streak or a road homes, a road stand. I guess you could call it a road stand here. The winning road trip here. If they win tonight, it could be proved at 3 and 1. It, Moody, where's he at? Because it yeah. feels like he's lost in the sauce. Well, I mean, he was injured. Uh, you know, he, he he screwed his calf up. You know, I talked to him the other night. Like, that, it happened in game. He kind of knew it that night. He ended up missing, what, three weeks or so. Uh, he just came back. And honestly, like, if he was in a groove, it probably would have been him instead of Guy Santos uh, to close. But, you know, it was just his first game back from a calf injury. I know that there's a desire uh, from from Warriors people to, to see him more over the last couple months, to, to up his minutes. And, and now that Steve Kerr is very much more comfortable, clearly like lowering Clay Thompson's minutes on, on given nights, I do think he'll be a little bit more moody, but probably still not enough to appease a lot of people. Is there a trade going to happen? Well, I mean, like any trade at all? 
any trade. Anything. Yeah, there's anything. rumors with Wiggins. How yeah, how valid so let, are those rumors? Let me start here. I think there's a I think there's a chance like a Corey Joseph gets traded into space, like that saves money. I think Kavon Looney's contract is uh, you know, vulnerable just considering what it is and we're probably talking more tax savings or minor deals here. Uh Wiggins is the bigger name that, that I think is at least in discussion. Um but you know, and Brian Windhorst said it yesterday and everything I've heard uh kind of backs this up, but it's just like the the deals on the table potentially for Wiggins just are not that appealing. I'm not sure they help this Warriors team now or in the future more than just leaving Andrew Wiggins in the closing lineup, which he currently is, and on the you know books until the summer where you can maybe re-explore it, maybe he rehabs some of his value. So where's this team going? This team got to run it up because it feels like they need to go on a over a 17-game stretch, 13-4, and 12-5. Does this team, healthy, have that type of run in them to get back into the play-in phase of the uh, Western Conference or maybe even the top six? Yeah, playing I think is is you know where they are probably going. Look, Houston is is hit a real slide. The Warriors are actually ahead of Houston now. Uh, I think Utah. And yeah. you, might see, you might, yeah. Well, we're just trying to climb a ladder here. It's like, no, uh, it's, here. it's an inside joke on the show. Sorry, my bad. Oh, it wasn't a dig at you. No, no, no. Oh, but Utah, I think, is going to slide past them. You know, the Lakers, Mavericks, I think, are vulnerable. But to be honest, like, I don't think they can get up to six. You know. Uh, so then you're talking about trying to play your way in through the play-in and maybe get like a Minnesota in the first round and like try to cause some trouble. But but to your grander question, like where are they going? Not to the championship. <laughs> but I don't think there's something that can happen in the next 24 hours that would make you go, you know, here they come. So, yep. All right. Uh, who's winning Sunday? Chiefs Niners. Is football still going on? There's a game <laughs> this weekend. Well, your Dolphins got eliminated well, three are, weeks ago. Well, I so thought I, Anthony. I well, no, I thought Anthony, you're going to fly from Chase Center Saturday to Las Vegas for Sunday's game, and then fly to Utah Monday morning. Oh, somebody did say something about a Super Bowl party. I yeah. forgot. Yeah, I'll be doing that Sunday. Uh, who's going to win? Um, you don't want me to answer that. You're all listening. Right, all right. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're going to hang on. Well, it's certainly not going to be Tua. <laughs> Well, I guess the better question is the better question is will Bonte and Shasky be sad when they're talking to you next Wednesday before the Clippers game? <laughs> will they will they be sober by halftime? <laughs> I don't drink. We'll be in a we'll get Shasky, we got Shasky going to the press box later. Can you give them First real quick ever. before we let you go? Wow. Give us some ever. press box etiquette. I'm a little give us some press box etiquette, Anthony, because he doesn't listen to me. First of all, I don't want to give him any press box etiquette. I want to see you. Get your phone out and videotape because I'm more interested in him in the press box Sunday than the actual game. So with the jersey uh, on, <laughs> oh, <laughs> the etiquette. Uh, again, I'm not going to give him any suggestions. Anthony, Anthony, <laughs> as a BJ like. journalist myself, <laughs> let me tell you, I do what I want, like Cartman. <laughs> I, one thing I one thing I will say, you know, I've never covered the Super Bowl, so maybe I'm speaking a little out of turn, but that does seem like the type of. Uh, event in press box that is a little different than your normal, right. you know. It's like an like NBA big day journal. Well, it's like an NBA All Star game. You, you've been to you covered All Star games where you yeah. get the big, yeah. eight, you get people from China. They're wearing Lakers beanies, Bulls jerseys. I mean, it's a who's who. I'm telling you, Shasky. Well, I, I said to the boss, I didn't, you know, he when I now backed off. I'm like, Barstool wears whatever they want, you know. And he's like, well, we're not Barstool, and I'm like, you're right. I get it, but. Yeah. I'm me, you know. I'm I'm, well, I'm, a, I'm a unicorn. Have a good salad, Anthony. Have a good salad today. I need to. I need to. I'll see y'all. Yep. Say light, hi to Kate. Light for on us. the dressing. Yeah. Light on the, light dressing, on the dressing. Say hi to Kate Scott for us. Make sure you say hi to Kate Scott. Anthony Slater, he's on gone. 95.7 Game Insider. Courtesy. Her cousin.
of the boxer girls a guest line. All right, all right. So Sam Lubman and Bonte Hill. I'll be sitting. It's not even the press box. We're sitting in the press area, correct? It's auxiliary press box. So oh, we're I up said, in a box. Well, I don't know if we're in a box. I don't know where it's at. But so the auxiliary press box for the national championship game at Levi Stadium when Clemson played Alabama. You had the regular press box. Mm-hmm. Then the auxiliary press box was outdoors in the 200 section, Ooh. right there on the edge. Man, I love that. Oh, I bet oh, you Oh, I love the the, 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 uh, the snack. Uh, the concession stand was right behind us. Uh-huh. They had hand warmers for us. <laughs> but football's made to be, I mean, you got to watch it outdoors. I agree with you gotta that. you got to hear the contact. So I can't fist pump? You can fist pump. Do it quietly. I, I, I. Sam, can I fist pump? Around esteemed members of the media. I would do it discreetly. Make it so no one else can see it. That's what I do at Giants games when something good happens. I'll, I'll look to my left, look to my right. Okay, no one's looking. I do like, a, all right, we did it. Well, we did it's funny. Good. like The dirty little secret is like so many of these people covering these teams in across sports, this is not sports specific, are dying for the teams to love them and write nothing but unbelievable, homerific viewpoints of these teams, but they're wearing a suit. And so they're, you know, objective. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, the dirty little secret in the media is when the teams do well, we all do well. Yeah, you can't tell me that David Lombardi's not a 49er fan. Oh, it's funny, the guy's well, already... you could be a fan. It's just you can't outwardly show it yeah. in a working area but it's like, the press box. But you can't come down on people what, for I, being a fan. That's what I'm And saying. you're a fan on the inside. Like, you got to be objective as a journalist, even with your tweets. And there's some media members I see so all I, across this country that are not, they show their biases. Off top, like and I was like worried. the guy Elliot Shore Parks, right? <laughs> Elliot Shore Parks, right from Philadelphia, ninety four WIP. Supposed to be objective, supposed to be a writer for Philadelphia. That guy was dying on every sword. Oh, Philadelphia's become underrated now. Oh, Philadelphia does Philadelphia this, and Philadelphia does this. That's become <laughs> underrated. It's like, dude, dog, take a playoff. I'm, I'm pulling the Shasky, doggy, take a playoff. You feel me? That guy pivoted so quickly to Sixers basketball. <laughs> he didn't wait 24 hours. No, all of a sudden, all of a sudden he favorite. went from the Eagles are, are underrated to Joe B's having the greatest season ever in the regular season. And now he's pivoting to Bryce Harper. <laughs> What's crazy to me is that like in this market, in, you know, he's pivoting to Bryce Harper, <laughs> Chuck good. and PA. Uh, in, in, in this market, like I'm considered the fanboy. We went to Boston and they were all fanning it up, but they all had suits on, so it was different. And they were like, huh, we're going to blow you out by 35. I'm like, we? What, what? The what? It was like the NBC affiliate. Remember I did that couple yep. of hits for the NBC yep. affiliate? It was incredible. I couldn't believe how homerific Boston was. Yeah, they were all homers. They all are homers. Well, you could be a homer. You just can't, you know, scream and yell in the press box like you're in the stands. So- yep. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. All things in moderation. You want to be Skip, a homer, that's fine. You just got to be chill about it. Skip Bayless, he's the... He's a, Loud Dallas Cowboys fan. But but I don't consider Skip. Right. Uh, He's not going to press boxes. Yeah, anymore. you know? But I'm going to have fun. I'm excited. I'm, I'm not going to complain about it at all. I'm going to love it. I'm going to fist pump. See, the reason I will say people, this. Boom, boom, boom. For me, I could get a little out there at a football game. But I don't mind just having earbuds in. But, but you have credibility. But yeah, but, You're Bonte Hill. No, I don't have Pre and post Warriors. No. Sabo Hosted the so. 11th best morning no. show in America. No, no. Sabo on YouTube just thinks I'm a fan host. No, no you're just a fan host. No. You don't have any insight. So that's who I But am. here's the thing. But we're listen. all fans at some level. Like, everyone's a fan. Like, great example. Mike Florio, who we've had on the show many times. Right. And I like Mike. I do. I actually like Mike. Mike's like, I'm a journalist. Mike, you play favorites all the time. (laughs) 
all the time. <laughs> you hate Jimmy G. You hate Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> like, no, Why? Because they duped him in the Mac Jones situation? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, like, Dude, that's the funny thing. Is you like, know what's funny? And I'm not going to name names. I'm more so, journalistic than you. So, so I'm no, wearing this a suit. Is, this is hilarious. This is funny. Antonio Pierce, they just beat the uh, Denver Broncos last game of the season. And Antonio Pierce goes to the media, you know, talks to the media, whatnot. Did he, for, did he goes, all right, who's with me in here? I need y'all to scream Raiders with me. All three scream Raiders. And there's a couple of media members yeah. that shall remain nameless okay. that yelled, Raiders! And the real Big J journalist was like, this is unethical. Their credentials should be rethought. But I just—that's wild to Get me. You can't do here. stuff like that. Like Why? I'm not—I'm not going in there yelling. Shanahan goes, Dog. "All right, Bate, on three, yell Niner Empire. One, two, three, Niner Empire." I'm not doing that. I'm not sorry, Shanahan. These coaches tell horrible jokes, and everyone's like, ah, "Like they're doing the exact same thing." Oh, they might as well yell Niners. <laughs> like, come on, dude. I mean, seriously. I mean, the, the I'm yelling. I'm Vic Tafer now doing this. <laughs> no, Vic, no, no, yes, he, he wouldn't, but I'm he just wouldn't. picturing Vic Tafer it. wouldn't do it, but Vic Tafer was like, whoa, oh, okay. But somebody in there, I know who it was. And I saw that person on the sideline in the NFC title game. <laughs> they forgot my name. You know, they got some big time. They just walked right back. Hey, how you doing? Oh, okay, cool. Well, that guy's trying to be an employee of the well, Niners. I don't even know me, what the hell that guy's t- let doing. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. That was, it wasn't a guy that walked by. It was a girl who yelled Raiders. Oh. <laughs> Got caught up. You tell her, I'm up. at 9 or 5 7 in the game. <laughs> now, that's Will Kiss. We'll see Will Kiss on Sunday. He'll be working. Oh, yeah? Shout out Will Kiss. Oh, what's going on at 9 or 5 7 in the game? I'll never forget that. Well, you tell him that, you know. <laughs> Darth Vader, uh, we're invading your your Death Star. Oh, tell man. tell tell them we're invading the Death Star. Well, both Luke and Han Solo over here are going in. Man, sports media. There, there's no ethics in sports media. That's what Let I'm me saying. Like, Let this, me tell you. But, this, but, this but you can't like go in there. We're covering like like <laughs> world politics. You can't go Dog, in there we're decked. covering a football game. <laughs> you can't go in there decked out in Niners gear at all. <laughs> no, but but I just won't write one negative article about anything ever. Over my entirety of my time covering the team. Uh, by the way, Seth Wickersham, something we could get into today, What's or that? actually tomorrow, because we only have about 13 minutes left, but I've been skimming through the story. I can multitask. I can talk to you. Yeah. I can tweet at Salvo on YouTube and make a bet <laughs> with him. And then Seth Wickersham on ESPN, Kyle Shanahan is ready to meet the moment. Oh. He's ready to meet the moment. And the first p- couple graphs discusses the first time Shanahan ran into McVay after McVay and the Rams beat the Niners in the 2021 NFC oh. title game. And the Shanahan, listen to this. He goes, he walks to him. He walks up and he goes, sure enough, Shanahan was still raw. At first he said he didn't watch the Super Bowl, that he couldn't watch it. Then he fessed up and said that he watched a half. And the Shanahan goes, that was effing hard to watch you guys win. And the two chatted up, and it was awkward. They said Shanahan has a very tough time. Yeah. Very tough time, too. He's got a little butcher in him. Yeah. He, he likes to tell a tall he, tale. Well, no, he just can't wear. He wears his emotions on the sleeve like me. Yeah, I don't blame him. All right, you ready to have a little fun here? Let's have a little fun. All right, I love the commercials. I admit it. Super Bowl commercials, right? We're all going to be sitting around the couches, and a lot of people in the room go, shh, the commercials, right? You guys, all of you guys can chime in on this, okay? Here's a quiz, okay? The three talking frogs advertised which brand of beer oh, in Budweiser. a Super Bowl. 
but wiser. You got that correct, that's Monte. That's like legit my favorite ever Super Bowl. Yeah, commercial. that's probably the only commercial I've like, ever I remember, remember I watched that as like an eight-year-old. I'm like, wow, I kind of want to have a wiser now. Have zero recollection. What? They're on the lily pad? Nope. Yeah, I, I don't. Okay. I mean, this may be the only commercial okay. I get because I go. don't watch commercials. Which supermodel? And I'll give you the four the four answers. Which supermodel starred in the 1992 Pepsi ad titled Two Kids"? Naomi Campbell, Claudia Schiffer, Kate Moss, or Cindy Crawford? Cindy Crawford. Final answer? Cindy yeah. Crawford. I'm going to go Crawford, too. Okay. She was hot. You got it days. correct, Bonte. Yeah, Cindy Crawford was the best thing smoking. All right. But I don't watch That's tough. 2010. I just, he said the names. I just knew, you know. David Letterman and Jay Leno starred alongside who in a 2010 ad? Was it Conan O'Brien, Barbara Walters, Jimmy Fallon, or Oprah Winfrey? I'm going Conan because I think that's when he took over, right? Yeah. No idea. Final answer? Yeah. No idea. We're going to go Conan? Wrong. No idea. Oprah Winfrey. Uh, you talk about a lady who's loaded. <laughs> What's her, uh, her, her Her husband, Stedman? Yes. <clears throat> they say he's the luckiest guy in America. The Chappelle show skate on that was all I, time. I told my wife all the time, hun, I would love for us to be so wealthy where I could be a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> You know what I would? I mean, I'd wear sweats all the time. I would play right. a bag. I don't know, which Golden Smoke Girl? A big drill. <laughs> which Golden Girl? Ah, this is a one you're never gonna get. I'm just you're never gonna. Get. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go. Which Golden Girl appeared in a Snickers ad? Oh, it's oh, Betty, Betty White. White. Yeah, yeah. Betty White. Yeah. Oh, I used to watch the Golden head. Girls with my grandma. All right. Golden sure. Girls had this swag. This is for Guru. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah, Guru and Steiny. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah, just travel stuff. down the road uh, back again. This is a little older for the older crowd. Gene, maybe you know this one. Farrah Fawcett applied shaving cream to which quarterback in the 1973 ad that was very famous? Johnny Unitas, Bart Starr, Fran Tarkenton, or Joe Namath? Gotta be Joe Namath. Final answer? Gotta be Joe. Joe Namath. Yeah, he's the only one who's gonna. Bart Starr wasn't good commercials. He was playing in Green Bay. Ice Bowl, United is a little, little older. And who's the other quarterback? You said. Fran uh, Tarkenton. Fran Tarkenton. Yeah, yeah he's, he's out there. Yeah. What drink mix aired a commercial during the first Super Bowl in 1967? Gatorade. Ovaltine. Tang. Gatorade. Crystal Light or Mio. Could, oh, Mio's like recent, recent. So I gotta go Gatorade. Gatorade? I Crystal Light. It was a tag? I, I, well, I'm gonna go Gatorade for you, but I don't think that's I'll right. sleep on tag. Tag is OG. It's tag. It's tag. Well, remember the first Gatorade commercial, the Florida Gators? Did we, we, did we call it Gatorade? Naturally, I love we that called it Gatorade. I, I, do, it. I do I like that commercial. I the glass bottle. <laughs> um, you guys don't even know about the glass bottle. Huh? No, the commercials, I remember it. I remember it in a juice box. Yeah. They had them in juice box for Wow. Yeah. Have you ever had it in a can? Gator in a can? Yeah, yeah. I, have. I have, actually. That's, that's very it's weird. Not, can. Yeah, I don't like it's the It's very weird. I the did it just because I weird. had to, but All it was right. weird. Couple more, couple more. Which company's Super Bowl ads featured a talking baby? Jeep, Burger King, NBA, or E-Trade? E-Trade. Yes. Very odd. Oh, no, no. Baby Boss, remember? Was it? Yeah, I it was don't, a big no, deal. I don't remember. All right, next. Uh, creepy, the talking you know, babies. The great like- thing about going to the Super Bowl this year, sorry to cut you off, Lovin. I don't have to watch commercials. And then when I go back to watch the game, I can skip through all the commercials. Well, see, I'm kind of like bummed that I'm missing the commercials. Oh, I, the I, I am the game. so... I'm not trading places or anything like that, but I'm going to have to go back and rewatch all no, the No, I'm not rewatching any damn commercial. I'm rewatching the game. All right. And 1993, happens. the Big Mac. The Big Mac. Which NBA legends competed to win a Big Mac in the Super Bowl ad in 1993? Jordan and Bird, Magic and Ewing, Barkley and Malone, Pippen and Drexler. 
was Jordan and Bird. Yeah, but I was going to say remember Chris off Mullen the backboard, yeah. off to this. I remember they had that. The, uh, the Mitch and Tim Burger yes. at McDonald's. All right. If they cute. recreate that commercial today, what what two NBA stars are, are doing it? Steph and LeBron. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, which NFL player appeared in the 1980 Super Bowl ad? Hey kid, catch! Franco Harris. Oh, Mean Joe Green. Look at you. Look at you. All right, couple more here. A couple more. This I, is I, my jock pretty moment I never got. No, I love this. You're kicking Bonte's butt. But, no, you're not. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I was just looking at something from the It is jock <laughs> Tobias Harris may be the only Sixers starter available for tonight's game. Hey, better Tyrese Maxey, questionable due to being sick. Joe Levine out. D'Anthony Melton, back out. <laughs> Nicholas Patoom, out. Warriors about to have a so Sixers record on his road trip. Warriors about to be 3 1 yeah, on his road trip. Let's not forget the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, who also had nobody a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. The Memphis Hustle is what we All called right, them. We got about four more. Ridley the Scott directed a dystopian Super Bowl ad in 1984, featuring which company? Coca Cola, Apple, Amazon, Microsoft? Apple. Apple. It was required watching at SF State for some reason. Really? Yeah. Wow. Spinoni, you're on fire right I, now. I was going to say Apple. I just want to get oh, look, it. Yeah, that was another one. It's like an no, I said I Apple. Bigger program. We, we had to watch that stuff. Dude, you, no, I had to watch it too. Yeah, everyone, out like everyone Google, immediately has to watch it for some reason. Take that for data. What? I got like the first five. Right? You, did get, you did do really well. Yeah, All right. A child dressed as... A child dressed as Darth Vader appeared in 2011 ad for what car brand? Volkswagen. Dude. You wow. guys watch too many commercials. Wow. I don't watch commercials. Wow. Sam. Hey, you guys watch No, I love that commercial. He's going around like Monty, doing like a horse choke on everything until he does it to the self-starting car. It was, it was so adorable. All right. Wait, I, wait, wait, wait. Three wait, more. Wait. Four wait, more. I, th- I thought, that, I thought that was the wait, last a competition? One. I thought we were just naming them. No, no, no. We're having a co- what do you, Everything's competition. I, I told you guys. It's I don't gross, watch commercials. It kind of became what you talking about halfway through. Doug, if we play catch in the parking lot, it turns into a one-on-one game. I don't watch commercials. Commercials are for losers. Okay. Tough under fire. Was the annual Super Bowl campaign for what company? Goodyear, ADT, Master Lock, Goodyear, or Capital? Goodyear. Bonte, you are wrong. I'm just guessing. Anyone else? Should I repeat the question? question Master Lock is the answer. We're moving on. (laughs) When did the cost of airing? When did the cost of airing a 30-second Super Bowl ad pass the one million dollar threshold? Was it 75? 85, 1995, or 2005? 2005. I'm clicking on it. You are wrong. Spadoni? Uh, the one prior to it. 1995? 1995. Yeah. You are correct. Damn. All right, two more. FedEx used real footage from what classic movie in a 2000 commercial? Was it Casablanca? Was it The Godfather? Was it Wizard of Oz? Or The Sound of Music? I have no idea. Sound of Music. Oh, Casablanca. I think it's Casablanca, but it's not. What is it? Wizard Uh, of Oz. Oh, there you go. Last one for all the marbles. All right. Terry Tate. Somebody says showgirls. (laughs) (laughs) Was advertising, uh, was an advertising character with what unusual profession? Terry Tate. Was he the composite quarterback? The office linebacker? Food court kicker? Or the car wash coach. I think the question within the question is who's Terry Tate? I don't know, Joe. Terry Tate. I, yeah, I, I know the Terry answer Tate? to this one. Who's Terry Tate? It was a guy who played uh, a commercial that was very popular. You gotta Google it. 
He was the office linebacker who would run up to people and crush them. You guys don't remember that? Oh, I do remember that vaguely. He would just walk up. He would just run and sprint and lay people out. Yes. Yeah, black guy, right? Yes. Yeah, and he had like a tie on. Yes. Short sleeve button up. Yes. Yeah, I remember that commercial. So who won? I think Spadoni might have won. No, I won. We're all winners in the end. I won. All right, the favorite, fact that I named one. Favorite Super Bowl commercial of all time. I don't have a favorite. Uh, What's that? Oh, no, no, no. i tell you which one it is. It's the one with all the football players fighting for the trophy. Ooh, that's for the a, 100, the 100, uh, year yeah, anniversary. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm going with that one. That's like a, that's like a two minute like Marshawn Lynch. Really yeah, good. yeah, yeah. That's I'm going really with good. that one. I mean, that's Budweiser frogs are such good. a homer pick. Because we used to get sports guy. No, no, no. We should we should do the Budweiser thing. We'd be at a house and drinking Budweiser. Bud, yeah, it was so. And we'd do the voice like was ah was Yeah, it was so yeah, good. Uh, Spadoni, yours. What was that weird one with Mountain Dew? Was it the Puppy Monkey Baby? <laughs> you remember that weird? No, no, no. Sam knows what I'm talking about. There's this like Puppy ma- Monkey. Yeah, the look knowledge that you guys have of commercials is. Oh, that's kind of That's all Raider fans have to do is watch the. Unfortunate <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what's yours? Well, I mean, there's that Bud that Budweiser commercial with the frogs. I always like that one. One that I really liked that was always under the radar. It's a Bud Light commercial where these two guys go up to the can. There's one Bud Light left, and so it's like, hey, rock paper scissors for the last one. Okay, so one guy goes rock paper. He throws scissors, and the other guy just throws a straight up rock at the guy's head. Takes the last <laughs> Bud Light, walks away. The guy's like, I threw scissors, and the guy's like, yeah, I threw a rock. And that that's it. It just it was like the first commercial of the game too. It was just so random. I loved it. So my honest to God, one of my favorite commercials of my entire life was the Jordan and Bird one because they were throwing it like it was a horse game where you had to like match the other guy's shot off the backboard, off the grass, da 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 da, nothing but net, back and forth. That was one of my favorite ones of all time. That's a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. Fast five. I know. It's time for the Xfinity Fast Your last chance to get in on the morning roast. Brought to you by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi. Unbeatable internet. Only from Xfinity. That last little 10 minutes made me so happy. Because my final thought is, I don't have to watch the commercials this year. I'm going to be at the game, and when I watch the game back, I skip right through the commercials. God is good. Oh my gosh, this has turned out to be a great Super Bowl. You guys are going to be watching Usher at halftime. Exactly. And Luda, no I don't John. have to watch the freaking commercials yeah. this year. Yes, because it's the fakest thing. And it's what bothers me about watch parties. Oh, the commercial. Well, what? so-and-so is going to say this commercial because I have it. So-and-so is going to appear in this commercial. And everybody's playing these little stupid Super Bowl commercial games. I don't have to partake in it. And every lazy-ass radio host in America is going to be like, oh, well, what was your favorite commercial? Well, guess what? I don't have to play that game this year. <laughs> Joke's on you. What I need to have happen in the Super Bowl is Bonte gets a text first quarter from E40. Hey, I'm up in the suite. We're having a watch party. It's Jay-Z, Beyonce. It's anyone who Bonte would ever want to see and meet ever. And he is forced to go up into that suite. Yeah, just go at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> and watch the Super Bowl That's what Rocco, watch party. So Rocco and I did with D Wright. It was Dwayne Wade, Gabrielle Union, Carrie Champion. It was a who's who. He forty that part. He gets up there without Shasky and I following him. Well, oh yeah, I, well I, I would not show those. So quick. Yeah. Oh dude, I would I mean, not even. Oh, I if you done. if you leave us for any, oh, oh, at any point, we're like, hold on a second. There's no chance I'm allowing you guys to follow Look, me into a room with Jay Z, yeah, Beyonce, exactly. 80-40. There's no chance. Of All that you happening. hear is this. Do, 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 do. He's. <laughs> 
dusting his shoulders <laughs> oh. off as he's flying so, up to the press. You guys box. would have no idea. I'll just tell you guys, hey, I'll be right back, man. I'm gonna go meet you up with a friend. You wouldn't even say that. You do the Irish goodbye, you'd be gone. No, I don't do Irish do goodbye. I'd be like, hey guys, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Just watch my stuff. That's what I would do. There's no chance love is following me in that room. <laughs> you got that right. My final my final thought is is Bonte, I love you, but you're so horrible at pop culture. Go. Well, that's okay. That doesn't bother my me. My final thought, you guys. Jay-Z and E-40 are tired. Remember last uh, NBA Finals at Chase Center, uh, Jay-Z brought uh, their daughter, yeah. Blue Ivy. Blue Ivy. And they were chopping up with E-40. Yep. I don't remember sure that. I, I do. do. I do remember that. I don't remember I do remember that. Pop hey, culture. Hey, Shasky, you me for pop culture. The only way you can hurt my feelings is if you say, Bonte, you don't know sports. Then I'm throwing things. Do you know about the floppy set? <laughs> oh, yes, I do. Do you know about the A-gap? UCLA. UCLA. Four quarters. Split action. There's a split action. So my fall thought is... Uh, Tornado! <laughs> the internet's such a great invention, but every now and then you just realize why some people shouldn't have access to it. The latest comparison on Brock Purdy, saying he looks like Lee Harvey Oswald. Like, what are we doing, people? Come on. Then asking him about it. Internet's going too far. Oh, the internet's going too far. Said someone 15 years ago. The, 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 the you say it every day. The Twitter thing that I saw was that neither man acts alone. Brock nor Lee Harvey Oswald. I did see that. That was funny. It's I mean, it's funny. Like, if we yeah, laugh a little, it is funny. But nobody laughs. Everybody takes it personal. I know. Don't you talk about Brock. <laughs> That's Fast Five. Brought to you by Spinini. <laughs> Next Generation TG Network. Seriously, the internet scarred us from even saying anything remotely close about Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy can throw five elbow throws. The internet has scarred us so much that we won't even bring him up on this show. But if you compare Bonte to Fred Van Vliet, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. All right, at least for Xfinity. Future starts out with Daddy Guru. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.